Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. This is the episode about greed, part two. And last time I talked about the greed of our culture and our world, and that the Dalai Lama had charged us women the world will be saved by the Western woman, he said, and that I have come to believe that he did not mean Western women. He meant actual you and actual me. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. But I want to talk about this today from the standpoint of how men and women are different and how important that is. I talked very early on in one of the episodes about the idea that when a man brings in a dollar, that he would go into his, what I call village, which means the local community or his family with 30 to 40 cents of that dollar. So 30 to 40 cents of that would be spent on his local village. And with a woman, that the number is 80 to 90 cents being spent in the local community or on the family. So 80 to 90 cents for the woman, 30 to 40 cents for the men. And I do not believe that it was a woman who coined the phrase, he who dies with the most toys wins. And I want to say that I believe that I'm going to make some generalizations in this episode. And I know that this may not be true of you, or this may not be true of your, you know, the men in your life. But for the most part, men in general see money very differently than women. I had a woman on several episodes back who runs a crypto group for women and Jules. And Jules said during this episode, she said that when the women are asked what they're going to do with their money, it's when college education, when family vacation, and when the men are asked, it's when Lambo. And this is when your crypto ship comes in, right? When you when your bags moon, as they say. I want to point out that this distinction between when Lambo and when college education is everything. Because when a woman is faced with having a lot of money, the woman is not usually thinking, where can I get more? When can I get more? How much more can I get? She's thinking, how can I share this wealth? And that sharing of resources is what is missing from our society and our world because women have historically not had the bank accounts and not had the money to share with the world. Now, According to one of the big investment houses, I think it was Fidelity, they've now said that women millionaires have doubled. So 20% of the accounts that they were holding in this company contained more than a million dollars in it and belonged to women, as opposed to like 10 years ago when it was 10% of the accounts. 
So according to them, and it's a big enough company that like really ends up being data, we could say that millionaires, at least in America, female millionaires have doubled. But what happens when a woman gets a lot of money is she can often be reviled. You know, we look at the Paris Hiltons and the Kim Kardashians of the world, and we see them making a lot of money and we say, oh, well, I don't know, there's some concept of like, well, she didn't really earn that, right? I mean, Paris Hilton is a an heir to her money. The Kardashians are earning money off of their looks or their family stuff. So it's like, oh, that gets discounted. But when a woman also earns that money through what we would consider hard work, then there are a whole other bunch of things that weigh on her heavily. Like Gwyneth Paltrow is now making a heck of a lot of money with her Goop brand. Sarah Blakely turned underwear Spanx into a multi-million dollar organization. I know plenty of women who are millionaires because of their becoming entrepreneurs, but it is a new concept and there's still a lot of resentment. It's what I think of as like the bitch effect that if you have a lot of value and you have a lot of money as a woman, because you're standing in your own power, there's going to be somebody to point out to you that you are a and that there's something wrong with you and that you need to really tone it down. And the woman that I'm thinking of when, who's also a multimillionaire in her own right, the woman that I'm thinking of when I say this is Barbara Streisand. And I noted that back when Barbara Streisand was nominated for uh, best director with Yentl, which was a wonderful, wonderful film. And of course, a woman directing at that time in the 80s was like, I mean, nobody did it. And yet she was, everybody said, oh, well, she's such a hard ass and she's such a bitch. And I remember as a teenager hearing that and thinking like, oh, I didn't know that about her. Oh, is that but of course, it's just probably no more true than that Anne Boleyn was screwing her brother and had six fingers on one hand. But that's what you do when you want to discredit a woman is you just say all the awful things about her. And then, okay, well, you can't cut her head off anymore, but there was a time that you could. And we have been coming from this legacy of women not having, women having all of this lack and now moving into a time when women actually can and need to control their wealth. And I hope that as a woman, you are considering, especially at this particular time, financial advice and do your own research. But we can see that as everything goes into the toilet with stocks and everything else, that crypto is headed in that direction. And ladies, we love a good sale. So now is a good time to be getting into the market if you haven't already, because things are, Decembers are notoriously bad and things are likely to be bad. When that happens, it's a time to get in. When that happens and you've already got a portfolio, it's a time to double down, even if it's not double, but like to continue to make those investments, to do that dollar cost averaging and to like put your $50 a week into Bitcoin or whatever. We also have a tendency to not want to show up as greedy. Like if I do this, will there be enough for everybody else? If I do this, is there enough to go around? We women show up from a different place most of the time. We show up from that place of thinking in terms of that 80 to 90% 
of our dollar is going back into the local village. So it is vitally important that we have more dollars or more money in whatever your local currency is to put into our village because the men aren't doing it. They're doing it at the rate of somewhere between half and a third of what we're doing. And that is statistic. So where are you making sure that you're doing your piece to help share the wealth with everybody? It starts with claiming that wealth for yourself. It starts with understanding that that wealth doesn't just belong to you. It must belong to you in order for it to be distributed fairly, in order for it to be distributed into the local community and into the family, into your village. We have a long history of not having money belong to us. And that has limited us over the years. But it's also been the thing that has made us not greedy because we haven't had it. So when we had it, instead of hoarding it, we shared it with others. And again, these are generalizations that I'm making. Are there greedy women? Yeah. Are there women who have an absolute excess of whatever it is that they desire more so than they could possibly ever share or spend just like with men? Absolutely. Is that okay? Sure, it is because at the highest level, money is just energy and our energy is unlimited. So when you're in that scarcity mentality of I only have this much or I only have this little thing and therefore I have to hoard it, you're not helping yourself. But we're talking about the other end of the spectrum. When you have plenty and plenty to share, plenty to go around, what are you doing then? And the answer is, I hope that you are sharing it because there is so much opportunity that you can have to share that with others. And as you begin to lift yourself up, to lift up other women and bring them along with you. I believe that when we sisters in the sisterhood of women share with each other and bring others along, we empower all of us. My girlfriend is a beautiful, shining example to me of this. She runs a title company in South Florida. She used to run another title company. Then she went and when the market crashed, she began to run a company for someone else, which she ran for 10 years. And then she went out and started on her own again. In each case, no matter what her position was in the company, she helped lift other women up. When she looked back on her first company, which was a title company as well, she had helped nine other women start their own title companies. Well, that's like saying nine other women, she helped them to become competitors with her, but she didn't see it like that. She said there's plenty of business to come around. And when she was starting her business now, like a year and a half ago on a shoestring, two of those women she called them and she said, I'm starting my own company again. And they said, whatever you need, come to my office, use my staff, whatever I can help you with. If you need somebody to you know, pay for staples, like you, I'll come over and use my stapler. It's whatever was needed because she had been there for them when they had nothing. And then they were there for her as she was starting over. It was beautiful to watch. But it's a lesson that so many of us don't have because So few of us women have had a chance to be in a place where we could really support and help and lift each other up financially. 
It's a beautiful thing to get to see. And I want to encourage you to do and be more of that. You know, maybe you don't have all the money in the world. That's okay. But what can you do? Where can you give a little bit of your time or your money to help empower other women? Something that you might want to consider is microloans. I have done microloans in the past. They are usually like, I'm going to say below $500, but like I've seen microloans of like $50 or $100. And when you take that into a foreign country where women are earning a few hundred dollars a year, it's a tremendous amount of money. And they tend to repay it at like over 80 to 90%. No, that same statistic as with their distributing into the village. That's interesting. The, the repayment rates are very high with these microloans. And what happens is the woman is starting a business in her village until that business becomes sustainable. So it's, again, a way to support women. And I charge all of us, you and me, with this, especially at a time now when the holidays are coming around and there's such a chance for us to really help others, even if it's in a very little way. Remember that money is circulation. So as it comes goes out, it comes back in. As it goes out, it flows back in. And when we block that circulation by saying like, oh, there's a recession, the sky is falling, bad things are happening. We are literally blocking our flow in that moment. And when we stop it from going out, it's harder for it to come back in. Now that's mindset coaching 101 right there. However, I think it always bears repeating, especially when the news media is telling us that terrible bad things are going to happen in the coming months. I think opening our hands at this time instead of clenching them is something that will serve us all and serve the world besides. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Goddess of Crypto. And please like it, review it, comment on it, and share it. Share it with your mothers and your daughters and your friends and your besties and your girlfriends and your wives and every woman that you know. I want every woman to know that the future of finance is female. I'll see you next time. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege, it's your right.